At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me today, I have my good friend Jay Wade with me again. Tell hello to everybody, Jay. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? And then I have Sarah back with me again. She has such a good time with Silver Linings Playbook. She decided to join me again for this Bachelor review. But before we get into that, they are actually from a little show called Go Get That Rose. It's actually part of uh, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette uh, setting and everything that you see on national TV. And I know that you guys have a little bit of an announcement to make. So tell us what people are going to be looking forward to whenever they're listening to your podcast. It's all you, Sarah. Tell them every. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
I'm like, take it, Jay. Okay, so we are moving. Oh, That's awesome. I really do get to sit here and do nothing. I love Fine. It. <laughs> well, I'll take over. I'm the host of Go Get That Rose, so I'm going to take over. Uh, we are moving our show to the Jcast Network. Um, I guess that's our big announcement. It'll be on a new network. Um, I mean, come on, like, dude, we 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 got a new little format going here. Uh, we got a fantasy league. Yeah, that's right. We we got a fantasy. League. We're gonna have a draft. Um, we got we enlisted our two friends, uh, Kalen and Pookie, and uh, <laughs> they're going to be in the draft with Sarah and I. So we're gonna have a draft. We plan on having a live uh, live special for that. Stream that. Oh. Oh, Lord, <laughs> we're gonna have a draft. We're gonna be doing segments. It's really less of like we're trying to get away from the recap kind of mm. thing because there's so many bachelor podcasts, so many bachelor recaps trying to do something a little different. And my and Jay's style is very just let's just shoot the shit, let's just talk about stuff, let's make fun of people, let's make fun of this <laughs> ridiculous show, and let's have fun doing it. So we came up with some different segments. Um, some is just, I think one's like talking about the fashion, which is yeah. fun. And some are nice. Some are probably going to tear people apart. It's fine. It's all in love. It's all for fun. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just going to be a different take, trying something new. And we're excited to get started. Because yeah, let's that's... be honest, watching the show, the show itself is just a hot mess. So we got to keep ourselves entertained some yeah. <laughs> somehow. Cat fights. There's There's... <laughs> making people cry uh there are physical fights uh there's champagnes bring on the men bring on (laughs) all kinds of stuff man there there's so much stuff about this show that even if you're not a fan of of the actual show and you think the concept of it is stupid which i really do here's the bottom line you you could never love someone that you don't know in in 30 days of of, (laughs) someone and that time is divided between 30 people you do not know this person no and this is why me and jay differ because i believe the love and he's over here always (laughs) trashing it he's like yeah it is paul they really love they really were in love there's a few of them that are in love with you like three weeks after the show ends we find out that they broke up before we even saw the end of the show and it's like Tasha and Zach are still going strong. The most beautiful proposal I ever did see. Like, let's let's be honest. It's a, it's a production <laughs> proposal. You know what I mean? John didn't know what he signed up for to have us on the show. To be honest with you, I watched y'all's show before. I, I you know, I, I wind up laughing my ass off every single time I watch it, to be honest with you. I may not comment because I don't know a single clue what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm just here to just listen to Jay uh and everything go off. go off the reels um this the show is just great to be honest with you the chemistry you. that you two both bring to it is just awesome to be yeah. honest with you we're just having fun i think that's what it's all about not exactly the show seriously having fun but also not really i say we trash the people but we're not that terrible we're not terrible <laughs> people so <laughs> it's all in fun <laughs> they're doing fine they have so many followers. They're all fine. Okay. They don't need us. Like, yeah. it's fine. No. I, I, two out of a million people that watch the show, nah. That's that's not bad. They can make it up. <laughs> but the other two that they They're lose. okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, with that being said, let's go on ahead and get into it. So, this movie came out in 99. I remember seeing this on DirecTV for the very first time as a teenager. 
and everything. And I, it was just one of those films that I just kind of didn't watch. And then all of a sudden I decided, you know what? Nothing else is on. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> so let's see what this Chris O'Donnell movie is about. It can't be any worse than ba uh, Batman and Robin and Bat Nipples. So oh, let's try it out. Oh, that's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say, I, I was like, who is this man? <laughs> yeah. I remember vividly when this movie came out because you know I saw the original or uh, the original Keaton uh, Batman movie in the theater, so yeah. I was on that in my teens and whatnot. So I was well aware of this movie from the trailers because that's who he was to me. He was Robin in the crappy Batman movies, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, I had never watched the movie because I mean, you know, it's. Uh He's on NCIS. Okay. Yes, he's on that also. LL Cool J. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna knock you out. Oh. Mama said knock you out. Ooh. Mama gonna knock you out. Ooh. Mama said knock you out. Damn it. <laughs> Poor John. Damn it. Sorry, I didn't know who you. I mean, I did, but I didn't. I'm too young hey, for. To be honest with you. I could use some of that energetic right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> so it's good to have Jade doing that. So, but yeah, this movie starts out where basically Chris O'Donnell is thinking of the single bachelor life as running through life like a Mustang, like a horse. Yeah. And he doesn't want anybody to get in his way of his freedom or anything like that. So basically every single time when someone would get married, they use the bouquet of flowers as a reference for the lasso. <laughs> so when his friend is running with the Mustangs and everything, there comes that lasso, pulls the bouquet of flowers, and that represented the fact that his friend's getting married. So I like the representation on how they actually brought that out. And then, of course, uh, Chris O'Donnell's uh, grandfather winds up passing away. And then the catch is he has a $100 million that he, that he can actually get. But the catch is he actually has to get married. So yeah. and now it, that's where the whole entire plot thickens, and that's where it takes place. So yeah, like thirty with, minutes into the movie, <laughs> I was like, "What is the plot of this movie?" <laughs> like, it's like it's gonna get there. You just be patient with us, you know. Let it sizzle. Let it. Ha uh, let I was it very marinate. confused. I was like, "Okay, he's asked this woman twice. Like, he's in a relationship. How is he a bachelor?" I'm very confused. I don't. Right. Anyway. <laughs> it's all about a guy who has commitment issues and yeah. stuff like that, even though he's in a relationship and stuff like that. What? But, um, so what did you guys think initial thoughts on it, though? That's what I want to know. And then after that, I get into my thoughts. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, okay. I'll go first. Um, I liked it. I didn't like it when I was watching half of it. Is um, it I, I mean, at first, uh, <laughs> if I'm kind of skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I cut him off? Um, I don't know. Watching halfway through before the plot really picked like picked up, I was like, "Where is this movie going?" And then when you kind of get into like him having to uh, go and you see all the different girls and him proposing to each one, I was like, "Okay, this is fun." And I did like that they really that we did a lot, spend a lot of time with Annie. Is that her name? In yeah. the beginning, kind of setting her up a little bit, so then you did care about her towards the end and kind of gave her her own little plot, like in those types of movies they really kind of just forget the female uh lead and they really kind of set her up i thought pretty well so i like that so it was good i liked it overall <laughs> it was cute uh i liked uh renee zellweger's sister in the movie um yeah i liked her too <laughs> she was she was a hottie um and i don't well i mean it, 
my first thought was like, I was like, I was like, dude, she's hot, dude. And <laughs> yeah. Was, what and, about Renee? Did you think Renee was hot? No, I never really have personally, but, but, she's but, but cute. My, my she's point, like cutesy. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like the girl next door, like the squeaky. Right. And you see, that's yeah. why I like Renee Zellweger though, because of that mm. girl next door. To mm -hmm. be honest with you, although her sister is hot though too, I have to own up to that though too. I definitely like her sister, but yeah. you know, I, first thought, though, I was like, dude, uh, I feel a little bit bad because she she's definitely younger than I am. Um, I'm 42, and I was like, dude, she's definitely younger than me. I'm not sure how old she is. She's probably in her mid 20s, and my niece is about that age. Uh, and, and so I felt a little bad, and then I was like, "Oh wait a minute! This movie was in '99. This chick." <laughs> and then I didn't feel bad anymore, and I was like, yeah. "They were like, she's hot." <laughs> overall, it was a sweet movie. It was sweet. Uh, it was because sweet. It wasn't like he wasn't a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, which I expected him to be. He right. just was a guy who wanted to go out and have consensual relationships with a lot of different people and just kind of enjoy himself. You know, he wasn't a dog out there hurting people and just trying to get with a bunch of chicks. Um, so he was a sweet guy. Um, and, and it had that take of where, like, he really did legit realize that, like, I love this chick. Yeah. yeah right. It was funny to see all the past girls and uh, especially the one broad, the the one broad at the shark tanks, and she's walking around and circling them like a shark. I'm just like, dude, that's great. Uh, that was probably my favorite scene mm. is when they kept breaking up the wedding, and she's like, "Give me one minute, and we'll go smoke a cigarette. cigarette." I thought it was so funny. And to be honest with you, that scene is like a little foreshadowing to me of the mentality that that woman has, yeah. because. She's like a shark, right? So therefore, she's going to try and do anything she can just to get the inheritance money. But then she realizes that there's actually more to it than the $100 million. Five years. <laughs> a kid in five years. <laughs> Married for 10. Wow. Right. 10. Yeah. A whole decade of being with this one person. <laughs> can we sleep in separate beds or does it have to be us <laughs> together? Hey, I'll be honest, man. I could probably do that, dude. I could probably do that deal. As long as I didn't absolutely hate the person that I would be having. Ten the years, five kids, or five kids, ten years, a kid. Hey, yeah, yeah, dude. One kid, which I love kids anyway. Me so too. that's plus me. One kid plus that kid grows up. So that means he's doing chores. I got less, less. <laughs> so uh, we have a kid. Um, and then also uh, to add to that, the more kids you have, even the less work you have to do. Um, but so you got the kid and then 10 years and then you can just walk away with what? Or, or you end up being much. in love with them like forever. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. That's you know, how the old. It's like the old mentality. Like you meet someone, like the like Bridgerton, like the 1800s. Like meet someone, you get sent off, and then you fall in love. Yeah, I, I'm kind of looking at it more from the perspective of someone that say uh, rips off a million dollars, gets caught for it, and they 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 can either t give back all all the money that they have left and get a lighter sentence, or they can do ten years in prison and come out with a million. Uh -oh. That's kind of how I'm looking I at it. I thought you were going to say, or they could get married, keep the money. I was like, how is that part of the deal? Or you could, or, or you could just stay in prison and <laughs> do 
like a king because someone on the outside has your million and they're just uh, giving you commissary money all the time. And you're like, you got, you know, you got, you got the Skittles racket, the Snickers racket going on. Like, uh, screw cigarettes, man. You, you're the candy king in prison in those circumstances there. But, you know, but that's kind of what I meant more than, you know. Candy king. <laughs> anyway. Right. We like the movie. What about you, John? <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, revisiting this film now in a 2021 kind of vibe to it, it's definitely different <laughs> revisiting it because, you know, back then it was all about the romantic and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a total different world now than what it was back yeah. in 99. But I love how he tries to propose in this big romantic, well, basically in this big, huge romantic atmosphere, and he winds up putting the curse on it. <laughs> you win. And you win. Messed it up like she thought he did. Or do you think that was just him and he just didn't know how to... How to he didn't want to get married. I don't think... At that point, he did not want mm-hmm. to get married. And he was just being honest without saying, like... Yeah, I think she was right when she he was kind of saying it like... He sabotaged it. Like, yeah. He, he was thinking, I'm going to say these in a really bad way so that she doesn't accept. So, like, uh, that's I how... I he was saying it like that. Like, like one of those, like, because he had that, like... He seemed confused. What's your problem? You know, yeah. like, that point of view. Um, I don't... So, he obviously was is not sensitive to uh, what the proper procedure would be when proposing to someone. Because it, no. it's not... <laughs> but here's the thing, though. At that time, I feel like that he didn't really want. I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with Sarah on that. He didn't want to get married. He wasn't up for the commitment of being married because I like how he has that expression on his face, too, where he's just running with the Mustangs. Yeah. He's like, "So you're gonna? Are you sure you want to get married?" <laughs> <laughs> and that was the expression like, on his face. face, and he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> but you know. Um, but then at the Starlight Room and everything. Can you hear me? It's just my camera. I can hear you. Once again. The muted, John. Okay, thanks. But, uh, but no, like I was saying, at the Starlight Room itself and everything is this big, huge, um, magnetic thing. Whenever you can bring a girl over to propose, and then he's like, "You win." And she goes, what do you mean you win? You know, either you shit or get off the pot. <laughs> and she goes, really? That's my proposal. Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> I just think he was clueless. Like, I don't, I don't, I think he would have gone through with it. I don't think he, I, he obviously didn't want to get married. I don't think that like he was intentionally, I don't think he went into that situation knowing that he was going to propose in a way that would she would say no. I just think yeah. he just is a moron and, and wasn't in that place and doesn't know how to say anything yeah. right. Like basically, he can't bullshit himself out of it. Like he he doesn't know how to BS. Because uh, I mean, to be honest, even if I don't feel like getting married, I'm gonna you know. Do you want to get married? Yeah, of course, baby. I love you. You know, I mean, what? Why would I spend money on a ring? Why would I bring you to this room where where everyone gets engaged? And if I didn't really mean it, come on, girl. So, but he just, but the the hoof sound of the Mustangs that they play period uh, periodically throughout the movie, 
it's so great because you don't that even need funny. the visual of the horses, just that sound, and you understand. It's like a, a heartbeat, but instead right. of oof sound, it was so good. Definitely, because it's just going through his head with the Mustang sound and things like that. So it, it adds that comedic uh, aspect to it, too. And then also the expression on his face on the way it's actually edited, too. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. Um, let's I hear some static. Um, it's probably me. That's okay. Is it me? It's not, yeah, it's you. <laughs> it's fine, Sarah. What's happening? <laughs> it's all Jay. It's all. <laughs> oh no! But, oh. Okay. But then, of course, you know another thing that winds up happening if Jimmy feels uh, another thing too is if he doesn't get engaged or anything like that, people they'll lose their jobs too. So there's another responsibility aspect to it. Yeah, and and it really. Dude, he had to. It, it, what was funny was that the grandfather made it his thirtieth birthday, not knowing when he would die. For all you know, he could die after Jimmy's thirtieth birthday. You know, but it was right. like the thirtieth birthday, which gave him what? Uh, how many hours was it? Like forty five. Forty five hours, just about forty five hours, to be honest. That was short time. Yeah, so it's just it was like, dude, he could have had. Depending on luck, for lack of better word, he could have had eight months to seal the deal. He could, you know what I mean. If his grandfather would have died sooner, he had more time. This <laughs> <laughs> was dude. He was down to the clock. Right, he was. And then also too, I liked how the grandfather just rants on him and his mm. on his death video and everything. And he, of course, he winds up giving him that little hearing aid that he has that little. Uh, the old time thing that they that he has to hear instead of a regular hearing aid, and then of course the inheritance money too. But there's always a catch. But I like also too, like when Chris O'Donnell is actually actually going to other people in the black box though too, where he's because Anne says no to him because of all the stuff that he's done, and then also too he becomes an urban legend in Chicago because of the stuff that happens in the Starlight Room, and. You know, and then of course you see people in the flower shop and the floor shop, and you're like, "Yeah, I heard like some guy says shit or get off the pot," and that's when he's like, "How did you hear about that? That's my business." Oh, I heard it from this person. I heard it from that person, and then it, it winds up become like a curse at the Starlight Room. And he goes, "How can somebody just curse uh, Barry White like that? It wasn't Barry White, <laughs> but." Yeah. Um, God, I had a thought. I had a thought in my head, and it just went out quick. And that happens to to me a lot. It's okay, man. But um, if you remember whatever as I'm talking, going ahead, interrupt me. I don't mind, and I'll let you get your thought out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, I'm just gonna quit trying to think about it. It hurts too much. Okay, not a problem. I'll help you out with your critical thinking real quick. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and talk about the next thing that I'm going to talk about. Um, so then, of course, he's like, so what about this girl? Oh, she's too clingy. And next thing I'm you know, sorry, I just remembered. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, when, they're doing the, uh, when they're doing the will part and they reference Brewster's Millions, I loved that because I too. loved that when I was a kid. 
and them referencing that was just really fucking good. So that was sorry, but that was what I was going to say. No, it's okay. But yeah, them referencing uh, Brewster's min- millions and everything definitely hit the home spot for me with Richard Pryor. That that made me yeah. laugh right there. What is this, Brewster millions? But yeah, uh, then of course, you know, and he winds up trying to propose again to Anne. And that's another misfire with her. He goes, so are you, do you really, at first she's very convinced. She's like, are you sure you want to get married? He goes, yeah. And then all of a sudden you see, hear the horses <laughs> galloping. He goes, you're not ready. Yes, I am. No, it's on your face. Yeah. So at then he, and then of course his friend also has the limo. He's got the priest. <laughs> That doesn't even help at all with the situation. But then once that winds up happening, they decide to go into the black book or the box of ex-girlfriends and everything. Uh-huh. And I, that was funny. You have a box with pictures of exes in it? No. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't Who have. does that? Who does that? We uh, Robin. <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> it makes sense, right? Exactly. But yeah, I don't have a box. I never had one. Didn't feel like I needed one. They're next for a reason. Don't really need to re- revisit some of those memories. So I never really felt like the need to actually keep on to something like that. Which but, oh, Sarah, Sarah, do you have a box with pictures of your ex? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a box. <laughs> a black book. Well, let me guess. It's it's a it's a photo album that you personally designed during a crafting hour. It's got like flowers and puppy dogs and a bunch of glitter. You know, all Mean up. Girls, the burn book. That's what it is. It's just oh, crossed no. out like each. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a great yeah. idea, though. I that's think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crafting 101 with Sarah. <laughs> Great show. All right, coming soon to the day cast. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, then all of a sudden he's like, Well, what about this girl? No, she was too clingy, but she'll say yes. So <laughs> she wasn't even like number one, she was like third on the list hmm. of people that he would actually ask out and everything. And so she goes, Was I even the first? No, you're like number three. <laughs> and she didn't even care. She had her arms around him. She's all, she's actually works at his at the clothing store, putting clothes on a mannequin and stuff like that. And then she asked him the question: "Are you sure you want to get married?" <laughs> then galloping the Mustangs oh. happened. <laughs> and then, of course, that's when. Well, he sees Anne though too. He thinks that he sees Anne oh. out the window, and he goes chasing after. Her, and then he comes back to thinking that she's going to be okay. The ex girlfriend's going to be okay with proposing to her, and instead she winds up coming back. He winds up coming back to a mannequin on fire with a noose around his neck. <laughs> so, <laughs> how does she have time to do all that? And like, where did she? It was get like five room? minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was like crazy. It's the nineties. They let people do stuff. That's like that. true. <laughs> Why am I surprised? You weren't even born in the 90s, were you? Yes, I was. What year? 96. Okay, so you saw four years. The first four years of your life was a decade that you know nothing about and don't really remember. I, wow, that's rude. I remember the 90s, okay? I, no, first huh? of all, it's not rude because it's a fact. 
It's okay. not. Okay. It is a fact. You, the first <laughs> years of your life were in I a remember sitting in the movie theaters, movie. watching a movie, and it's saying coming out in 2000. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so far away. Four years old? Yeah. Four <laughs> that. Huh? This is that young. That young. Yeah, three, I think it was Stuart Little. I like, think it man. was the Stuart Little 2 movie was coming out in 2000. And I remember <laughs> sitting there in the theater watching. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the movie. You were three years <laughs> old when you saw this movie and, and you just... What well, can I say? I'm smart. <laughs> you, you don't know what it was like in the, in the 90s. Back man, in the 90s. In the 80s, dude. And you lived the, the last four years of the 90s, and you want to tell me what the 90s were like? I'm still a 90 baby, okay? <laughs> I was born in the 90s. Four but, years of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love how this is going off the rails right now. <laughs> but uh, Join but us, another- Zach. <laughs> Go get that rose. <laughs> um. If Jimmy, another thing though too, uh, the, with the shoebox, the first one he winds up seeing is uh, Rebecca Cross, an oil uh, futures trader. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> and then who turns up? Oh yeah, that that's whenever she's working on the. Yeah, she winds up flipping him off with the engagement ring because like, she's married. Well, tears up the picture, <laughs> moves on to the next one. And that's when, of course, he comes into the second one, which is Zoe, a clingy window dresser that I mentioned. So she was number two, not number three. Uh, Then, of course, he strikes out. Vegetarian freak, right? The the cook, vegetarian chef or whatever. Well, she came later. She came later. The next one after that one was the opera singer. Was that Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yep, that was her. I was like, I Mar- they had some good cameos in this movie. So I know what Mariah carries. <laughs> yep, that was Mariah. <laughs> and then of course, I'll yeah. be my baby. <laughs> See, that's that's nineties. Anyway, <laughs> then after that one's happening, happening, that's when we meet Brooke Shields, which is the girl. <laughs> No, don't we see Sil- Sarah Silverman? Was yeah, she Silver before Silver that? Was yeah, great. she was before that. And I thought oh, her character loved- was really good. Yeah. So progressive. Then, yeah, she was super aggressive. She pretty much told him to F off, basically. Yeah. She yeah, which was great because she was mad that he wanted she was mad because she didn't didn't like marriage. That's what was funny about her bit. Yeah. You know, because she was insulted that he only wants to marry her to get money. She was right. insulted that he wanted to get married at all. To her. She's like, do you understand right. the irony of the constitution of marriage or the symbolism? And right. He's like, that's perfect though. Think about it. We don't, we both don't want to be married, but yet we can actually do this for 10 years. We can just have an offspring and be done with it and everything. Yeah. And she's like, no. And then she he also hands her a bouquet of flowers, where she says she's handed me a bouquet of 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 vagina. Yeah, <laughs> which I'll never look at roses the same way, I guess, <laughs> because they're my favorite flowers. <laughs> well, if it was uh, lilies, I can actually understand, but roses, uh, I don't I don't see the concept of that actually oh. looking like one. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> 
Dude, I am biting my tongue so hard right now. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Welcome to the we Movie Lovers Night podcast. Just say there what's on your mind. <laughs> Jennifer Esposito, was that her name? The girl from Blue Bloods, I think. She was in that show. Yep, yep that's her. She was Which a one tough is- as nails cops. Huh? Which one is she in Blue Bloods? I love that she- show. She was on Danny's partner, like in the beginning of the the show. Yep. All right. All right. My parents love Blue Bloods. <laughs> like that was That's every Friday. Show. We all watch Blue Bloods. Like, Dude, check this out. I know, but, but this this is not. But but it, it it has to do with like marriage and love and all that kind of stuff. Okay, dude. My mom and dad. I'm not sure exactly how many years they've been married, right? But like they've been married quite a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And well, hold on. Let me think. About 50 years now, my mom and dad oh have been. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So um, maybe eight, nine years ago, okay, my mom loves Tom Selleck so much, dude. And it's the mustache. Understandable. My dad has a big, bushy mustache and always has my whole life. No beard or nothing, just a mustache. Just the sash. So, so my dad, for their wedding anniversary about eight or nine years ago, maybe 10 uh, he had he paid someone to do an oil painting of Tom Selleck of a young Tom Selleck from like Magnum PI days, and gave that to my mom as their anniversary gift. She loves it. It is so awesome. That's so sweet. That is, that is the most kick ass thing, dude. But that anyway, freaking awesome. That's great. <laughs> but um, another thing though too is this um. Of course, we wind up seeing Anne going somewhere else. And then, of course, she has his aftershave on on her. And I think she goes to Athens, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, she winds up going over there just to think things out. And then, of course, her sister was, after a while, her sister comes around and tells her, hey, look, maybe you should just go on ahead and try and give him a chance, give Jimmy a chance. And then next thing you know, she's trying to get on a plane, a train back to, to Chicago. And everything, and then of course, this is also when Jimmy comes to his senses about he's ready for commitment and want to be with her, and he's actually does love her. And then at this point, though, too, his friend is also angry at him because of the fact that the whole entire day he's been striking out, and not only that, but he's not going to have a job if Jimmy does not get married. Mm. <clears throat> and everything's already laying is selfish. Yeah, he was selfish. I don't know who that is. That's the that's the guy's name who played that character, that friend. Oh. Yeah. The friend? Yeah. yeah. What do you want? I like the two guys. I like the oh, two old that, guys. Dude, that dog. Every show you I'm were sorry. It's Star Wars show, Bachelor show. Uh, he's, he's a, attention. <laughs> Come here. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Or mutt. You can bring your fur baby on. It's fine. <laughs> no, she just anyway. Sorry, but she no, just wants attention. Fine. She's mad at me. <laughs> but Can yeah, say mean things about you, Nora. <laughs> I was not saying them about you. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I do have to agree with you, Jay, on that. Though he was a very selfish person, but I love the two old men, like Sarah was saying. Though, I the love two old them. Men's- he goes, that's it. I'm going back home. I, I'm too angry to drive. I'm too angry. I Here. Here's my car. <laughs> and they just walk. But 
Another thing, though, too, that I really liked, well, what I had to laugh about was so his friend was so selfish, he decides he's going to take things into his own hands by putting out an ad in the paper and everything, which yeah. was a big mistake. Huge. Huge. In Chicago? Come on. Now, I it wasn't was like many broads, but, dude, there was a lot. Right. And I was thinking to myself, okay, if this was in my little small town, okay, that might have been okay because not that many people are going to come out, probably. Yeah. But Chicago? Hmm. Come on. That's a oh, huge-ass city. Dollars, dude. I, dude, I'd come down there and marry you for a <laughs> million dollars. Dude, I'd come down there and marry you for $500,000. Dude, I'm cheap. <laughs> for $500. dollars <laughs> 500 I want more than that. I want in the, in the, the triple digits of thousands. 1000 5000 At the least. 100000 at the least. I come to you. Uh, I marry you. Uh, I do all the cooking and cleaning. Um, uh, wow. do, I don't care. I'll mow the yard too. Just, just for a hundred thousand. The husband, please, and 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 just spoil me with stuff that I want. You heard it here first. <laughs> exactly. A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Do I have a hundred thousand? A hundred thousand for her bachelor. Put it in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> but. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jimmy winds up crashing over at the church that they're supposed to do the uh, do the whole entire deal where he's supposed to get married at. He wakes up to a group of girls. All, are all that stuff around. is my favorite. All the stuff with the brides. I knew it. I, knew it. <laughs> I was I was I was not too bad with the movie. I was okay with it up until that part. That's what? where it That's like, where it got me. Thousands of girls and <laughs> That's in, where it got my attention. Chasing him through the city, and That's the so most funny. unrealistic part of it is their shoes. The sound of the clear sound of heels running up a city street in in San Francisco. There's no way that's happening. Have you There's not heard? What do you mean, <laughs> Sarah? Are you? Hey, gonna- I was going to chase after a millionaire. <laughs> I was running in their heels. <laughs> okay, the and those heels. Hill. Hell yeah, dude! Let's go. Now I can see if they took their their heels off and was running. Yeah, maybe like in. And you gotta hike your dress up too, because I mean, right, right, because you're tripping over like three layers of undergarments and everything too. I was dress. tripping on my dress, and I wasn't even running. <laughs> yeah. No, that that part threw me, but I knew Sarah was gonna eat it up. I just, I knew. loved it. Yes, that's why. I was like. Give it to me. Yeah. But I felt bad for I, I felt bad for Jimmy because at that moment it was like every guy's nightmare. It's like <laughs> especially if you're like a bachelor. A and, nightmare? You got yeah, beautiful women all ready to get married. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> but a flock of like making him narrow it down, which put him Yeah, in a- then I liked it until they were all like, So what's your preference or what? And then I was like, Okay, calm down. <laughs> Yeah, like you yeah, know, you like, Nash up in there. Like, that you, and it's yeah. just, like, dude. Uh. Well, anyway, and then smart girls. And then even when Anne shows up, they were still trying to make it about them instead yeah. of her. 
because they don't care about Ant. They just want their hundred million dollars and spend ten years yeah. <laughs> together, and that's it—a decade together. But that was a nightmare for Jimmy to wake up and see all those that horde crowd because he knows the girl that he wants to be with, but he and everything. And then now that happens. Now he has to figure out a way to get out of that situation to go and see the girl that he loves. And then also too, his friend is also pretending to be a priest to try and calm the situation, but instead it winds up going balls to the wall and backfires I'm all, backfires to bite him in the ass as well. Mm. Yeah, so. and, and, dude, okay, here's another thing. So all these broads in these wedding dresses that are chasing him, right, they all were in the same location in that church. So when he's running, if they all came from the so, same location – how do they all come from three different? Uh, Don't think about it logically. I was thinking. Here's the thing. I wasn't thinking that because don't forget, you actually have the priest and you also have his friend there and the two old guys blocking the way and everything. Sneak out. So what I was thinking was this: there's those other people that's within that city that read that article and was chasing after him, and there's not just that mm. horde of girl of women. So I was There's thinking more. Was, so I was thinking it was just there, there was just more people that just didn't make it into that the whole church. entire church that was on their way, and Jimmy just happens to be passing along. They all just happen to have work. wedding dresses for that moment <clears throat> that fit them. Like that's the other thing. Like they're all just holding on to wedding dresses. Like, yeah, just dust this off. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, why can't you use that logic when we talk about the TV show The Bachelor and realize what that? What do you mean? That's two different things. That's two different things. It is not. It is love and a wedding dress. Okay, you anyone can have love. Not everyone has a wedding dress in their closet. Okay. (laughs) Did you have a wedding dress waiting around before you got engaged? No. Okay. You didn't. I didn't. I might have had some saved on my phone. (laughs) Close enough. That's close enough. No, <laughs> I didn't but have then, one. But then after all that winds up happening and stuff like that, her sister winds up, uh, and sister Natalie winds up showing up, telling everybody to shut up. And then that's when Anne makes, if he goes, all of you guys are beautiful and everything. You guys are going to find the right person for you one day, but this is my chance to have my happiness. They wind up getting married Aww. at 605. And then of course the movie closes Aww. out. But this movie and it teared has... up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this and, you gotta be honest. The speech that he gave her on the train was really beautiful. It was really it, nice. It was much better than shit. Get off, get off the pot. To be yeah, honest. It was, it was so he was a guy. He's like, we'll have our whole marriage to for me to prove how much I love you. I was like, it's oh. so true. <laughs> and this is how you know '90s rom coms work on people. <laughs> Her I get it. I get it. She's on that on the the fire escape. Her speech to all the other ladies, that was bad. That was terrible. What? No, yeah, I lo- she was saying it was her time to get married. That was so sweet. I thought that worked. To be honest Thank with you, you because Thank you, John. you're welcome. Because <laughs> here's the thing: I think because all of them were being selfish and everything too, because they're thinking about themselves and just the money and the aspect. money. Yeah. Like, not thinking about her and she everything. She loved him. Right. She lo- and, of course, she winds up telling him, look, your time's going to come. It's just not going to be with him and everything. 
That money so, is mine. <laughs> matter of fact, one of the one of the lesbian girls, one of the girls who happened to be a lesbian, wound up hooking up with the other girl, wedding girl. Yeah, so, that, <laughs> so yeah. they found love. What? <laughs> so because of uh, Jimmy, so they can thank Jimmy for for that. But yeah. the movie is funny. I mean, yeah, it's different. It's cheesy, but it still works for today in a sense. But yeah, it's definitely outdated a little bit but still it wasn't as problematic as i thought it would be because you know like some some of those early 2090 movies uh the humor doesn't really fit as well uh the all there were the two things was when the girl was like well i'm bi and i was like okay and then when the one guy was like oh you can marry my daughter (laughs) and he's like your daughter's 15 and then yeah. he had her in the wedding dress, and she looks like she's going to cry. I'm like, oh, this is too far. This is too far. She was disappointed when he said the wedding was off. No, she yeah, looks scared. Well, she, she looks also terrified. Oh, well. Well, well then she got the upset. But then she gets pissed off because of the fact he goes, well, you're off the hook. Oh, I guess that's not. She looked mad when he told yeah. her that she was going to be married. I, maybe she was mad at the dad for making her put on a get a wedding dress out of her closet. Just waiting. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. I was like, oh, this is too far. <laughs> oh, too far. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of cringy, to be honest with you. It was very... Other than that, uh, it wasn't that bad. And the humor no. still landed. Like all the stuff with the with Sarah right. Silverman and the Brooke scene. That is Brooke Shields, right? That was pretty funny, With like we said, with the smoking, the cigarette, and Right, with the sharks and stuff like that. That was actually pretty good. But yeah, overall, still a fun movie to watch. I'm glad that you guys chose that for me to watch on uh, YouTube and everything because I I had a good time revisiting my teenage years. So, but I got no I got no solid complaints about it. I mean, it was a it's a cheesy '90s love story, but I mean, it it helped. Yeah, like all '90 movies that I watched. (laughs) Exactly. 90s love story, of course, is Natural Born Killers, but, you know. <laughs> Which is definitely not a rom-com. But <laughs> it's not a rom-com, but it's definitely a love story. True. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. Sure. I totally recommend it. Yeah, me too. But, anyways, is there any final thoughts on anything that you guys want to talk about as far as The Bachelor goes or anything like that? Uh, not from me. Okay. My dog has joined now, so you're oh. welcome. <laughs> did you like the hey, did you like the movie too? No, I didn't like the movie. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> no. One paw dog guy. <laughs> One paw up. <laughs> but yeah. She said there were no doggies. No, no doggies. Not in this one, unfortunately. Not in this one. But where can everybody reach you guys? And I know you guys said it earlier and everything, but I want to make sure that you guys are being heard one more time. Jay. (laughs) You can find me and Jay together on the Jay. What is it called? (laughs) The Jay cast. (laughs) I'm fired after this. (laughs) He's getting a new one. He's going to replace me. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at SCBOK, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K, and doing the Star Wars show with Jay on his network, and I guess hosting Loki on the Merkwood and Movie Blog uh, network on YouTube as well. So 
That's okay. going to be interesting. <laughs> and yeah, me out of hosting that show. So thank you very much. I'm looking forward to watching the show. I just don't want to host it. Um, <laughs> uh, but you guys, are, if you'd like to, you can follow me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That's the letter J W A D E one one three four, and also uh, at the Jcast Network. Um, also, we uh, on Twitter at go get that rose. Uh, I'm not oh, sure, yeah. but uh, Sarah runs that account. I forgot. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, please go on over on YouTube to the Jcast Network. Uh, give us a sub- subscribe, like, ring the bell, all that. We are also on your podcasting platforms, uh, again, at the Jcast Network. So I uh, got that. And I do a Schmodown show, a sports talk show on Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time live, uh, talking about Schmodown in a sports-style way. Uh, and, yeah, uh, like, like Sarah said, we got the Mad Batch, uh, which is a Star Wars show. Uh, with a couple of members of the Schmodown are on the crew, as well as Dean and Sean, uh, who do some shows also with us. So, good times. All right. All right. Awesome. And, guys, I'm actually going to be doing my Loki after show. It's going to be called Loki's, Loki Nights, <laughs> is what it's going to be called. Like and Ooh. I'm going to be calling it Loki's Nights after show, Loki Season 1. So we're going to be doing that as well for our, our channel as well. That's coming soon. Another thing, too, guys, is if you guys want to donate to the show or anything like that, just go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. If you want to donate five to ten dollars or whatever you guys can afford. If you guys can't, that's OK, too, because we're all here for uh, you guys are awesome movie lovers and stuff like that. So you guys don't have to, don't have to subscribe. But if you guys want to just go to the GoFundMe page www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast if you guys want to go ahead follow me at movie lovers tv lovers unite on facebook underneath the same name on instagram as well as pinterest you guys can also get an audio only podcast where you guys get your podcast from and then of course you guys can also reach me on schmoes of the north doing mount schmodown at three o'clock p.m central time four o'clock eastern with ben rayner and also ryan payne and then of course Go on ahead, like and subscribe to this channel and also Schmoes of the North. Show them some love over there, uh, everything that they do. And then, of course, go on ahead, like and subscribe over to Jay Wade's channel as well. And another thing, too, I want to mention is this. If you guys are a sponsor, just go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. Also, too, follow me on Movie Lovers Unit on, of course, Stereo. And then, of, and then of course, you guys can go on ahead follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit over there. Those are all the places that you can go ahead and follow me on. I can't wait to do this again, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Sarah, for coming back. I do appreciate it. You guys are always welcome on here. You guys are like family to me on this channel. So go on ahead. And I hope you guys have a great night. Mm. (laughs) Sorry. Nora said good night. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.